and welcome to It Can Be Messy on the Way to Becoming a Faith-Filled Family. We have been talking about modeling um, our faith uh, for our kids and knowing that we live, um, how we live, how we talk, how we interact with others um, is we're always on show. Our kids <laughs> watch us, they see us, they know what's going on. And so as we um, live a genuine life of faith, if it's if our faith is authentic, then uh, we give the opportunity for our kids to see a real, a real true faith. And um, it doesn't mean that we're perfect. It doesn't mean that every word that comes out should be recorded or uh, mm -hmm. remembered. But it means that we are um, being true to who we are um, with in front of our kids. And um, they have great little uh, hypocrisy detectors, <laughs> those little <laughs> antennas that come out of their heads. And we, um, yeah, we're just being, um, uh, paying attention to that. And, and uh, today we want to talk about prayer and how our life of prayer, our interaction, our conversation with God all throughout the day um, whether it's an intentional stop and pray type of um, prayer or if it's a just on the fly, God, please help here kind of prayer, um, that it's real and that our kids um, catch that vision. Jen's going to share a scripture with us. So this is from First Thessalonians 5 and it's verses 16 through 18. It says, be joyful always, pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So I think the question then becomes, how do we pray continually? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. And I think probably most families are good about a prayer at a meal, or you have some ritual times that you pray. Those are really, really important because we know that those rituals are what help solidify faith for kids. But it's also super important that they see you praying in all circumstances. And so as things come up in the day, are you quick to turn to God and say, thank you, God, with a heart of gratitude? Are you quick to um, turn to him when, when something good is coming and say, praise God, this is from his hand? It affirms who God is when you do that. Um, it helps make God a very real being for our kids because you wouldn't be talking to nobody. Yeah, you I know? hope not. Yeah, is it just in your head? Are you crazy, Mom? No, by having these conversations with God out loud in front of your children, um, they see the reality of who God is. And when you go to him with your requests, they see that he's a God who works. This is a God who's alive and answering and listening. You wouldn't go to somebody and ask for something if, if they were make-believe. And so this is even part of how children um, begin to separate reality from make-believe. Mm -hmm. Is is it something that's talking and alive? And so if if God um, isn't, well, we gotta scrap that part. No. I gotta work that out better. Take that's a break. Not gonna make sense. Take yeah. a break because it's good. Mm -hmm. it, you may feel like it wasn't going anywhere, but it was. It no, was going. I, yeah, you know which part was bad, right? You just mm -hmm. say, yeah, you mm -hmm. can't say it that way. Um, just make sure you give me a couple seconds of quiet before you go into it. I don't know what I said last, though. doesn't matter. You don't have to say it, have said it last. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just say it again? Mm. 
So prayer is a really important part of making God real for children. He's not make-believe like Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. We know he's real because he works, and we can talk to him, and he responds to our requests, and he cares about us. And, and when we point that out in very real ways throughout the day as we're praying and thanking him, God becomes real for our kids. Yeah. Otherwise, why is he any different than the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus or anybody else we told them about? Mm-hmm. I, I love that picture of you're driving down the road, there's an ambulance, you, you take time to say, hey, I think that ambulance is going because somebody's been hurt somewhere. Let's just, let's just pray for that for a minute. Um, and you, it doesn't have to be a long thing. It doesn't even, I mean, you don't know, but you're asking God, um, inviting God into that, um, into that situation where the kids are seeing. And certainly if, if you have trouble, if you have a flat tire, you have a, um, crisis, you can't find your keys, you take time to acknowledge that need in front of the kids. And it certainly doesn't have to be a long preachy prayer. It's just can be a Lord, help me. me. (laughs) Lord, help me kind of prayer. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I think as your kids come home with difficulties or they lost their soccer game or their friend was mean to them to stop and say, well, can we pray for that friend so she learns not to be mean? Mm -hmm. Those are important moments to say God's in the middle of our lives with us. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about some of the conversations we've had previously, too, where we talk about our relationships with our kids in moments that are a struggle, right? Mm -hmm. And so what is it then to take that holy pause with each other, take the deep breath and pray? And then how does that turn the situation around? I think teaching kids that even Mm -hmm. is such a beautiful thing that if I'm in trouble, take a breath, pause, pray, Mm -hmm. and see what happens. Um, I think that's a tool that we can all use. And um, of course, we have to first be in the mindset to do it ourselves. But if it becomes regular, if it becomes regular language, a regular pattern, mm-hmm. something we go to first, um, then I think it's it's easily modeled for our kids and they will easily take to it. And we've been talking about how, you know, prayer is one of the first things kids can do, right? I mean, I think that we see that. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that little two-year-old who... As, you know, who wants to pray for dinner, they raise their hands, and you can't audibly hear or understand all of the things they're saying. Usually you can hear amen at the end, but it's it's something that they can model. Uh, you can model for them, and they can take up really quickly. And so uh, it can be established as a faith practice very early. And it's a practice that we should be aiming to build into our children so that years from now they are still praying. They are praying adults. And I, I know Jan's been blessed by the way her daughter's done that. Yeah, yeah I, it's been interesting to see as an adult and to watch from really afar since my daughter's living in North Africa right now, but hearing stories about her and a group of uh, girlfriends just making it a priority to get away for a weekend. They call it alone together or together alone something. I'm not sure exactly, but they, they take time away and do like a prayer retreat and prayer is a really important part of of how they they schedule time and go away and um sometimes to very beautiful places (laughs) and (laughs) it's really lovely um yeah i think that when you see that 
working out in your kids' lives. That's uh, really satisfying. Or when you mm-hmm. know that a, a kid is, even as an adult, facing a really crisis in their life or a really hard situation, and they call and say, Mom, will you pray? Mm-hmm. And it's because they, uh, they know that, that God answers and mm-hmm. that they're depending on, just like the rest of us, f- on God a- answering and, and listening to our prayers. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a really exciting thing. I think what you're bringing up is really important, that we talk about how God is answering. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes we think he's not answering when actually the answer was a no mm-hmm. or sometimes a wait. And so I think it's very important that our kids hear us talking about how we're processing how God is answering. And when he answers in some way that's spectacular, we need to share those stories, not just with our children, but our children need to hear us telling other people even about the wonderful things that God has done and is doing. I've never been very successful at this Mm -hmm. because I'm not very good at follow through, but I I do know people who have kept a prayer journal Mm -hmm. where they have... Um, been intentionally praying for a particular neighbor or uh, a a missionary or somebody who lives overseas or somebody who works in a hard situation or somebody who's lost a job and that gets written down in the prayer journal and then maybe not every day but maybe on a special day of the week is Wednesday you know let's pull out the journal and uh, review these things and then you have a chance to do exactly that, Leslie, mm-hmm. is to re- remember yeah. and notice mm-hmm. um, how God's been at work. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, I mean, that builds everybody's faith, right? We all are encouraged as we see how God works. And I think sometimes we just don't pay attention. We ask God things for things, and then we for- forget to even notice how he's answered. Yeah, I'm or not forget to tell our children. We <laughs> yes. forget to say things that God is doing so our children see it and Right. I'm not very good at journaling either, but one of the things I got this sign on a vacation a while ago that that says pray big on it. And I just determined that I would write post-it notes. And so uh, I do that. I write post-it notes with what I'm praying for. So that's right in front of my face. But what's what's been interesting is I had my older child come in um, to my office one day where it was hanging and he said, well, that's my name. And I said, well, sure, I pray for you every day. Like, that's something I regularly do. So, and he said, well, that's that's kind of cool. And then before I knew it, he is a little corner in his room where little post-its are kind of hanging <laughs> out. And s- some of them are a little bit more holy than others, you know, uh, the wanting of new sneakers or whatever. But, um, yeah, it just it, he just took to it. So I think you can find creative ways to get your kids engaged, too, and do something maybe on your refrigerator. Maybe that's you put the missionaries that you're praying for or the neighbor that you want to pray for or whatever they've requested the night before if you're doing prayers at the end of bedtime and they mention a friend who would really like something specific or you should pray for something specific for their family. Put it on a post-it note, stick it on your fridge. It's right there, and then you can be talking throughout the day about what's happening and praying for them together. So it's just an idea of how to model it. Mm -hmm. Even just modeling different ways of praying. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you both brought up writing. Sometimes we forget to write it. We can sing a prayer. Right. Um, we can act out a prayer. We can pray silently. We can pray loudly. We can, you know, being open to prayer doesn't have to always happen as a very formal, structured um, prayer. Right. Not that it. We never do that, but that there's some creativity in how we pray. Yeah. 
with our crayons. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And there are written prayers that mm-hmm. sometimes are very helpful for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can recommend a, a book. A book. book. Yeah, that yeah. has um, mm-hmm. some good prayers, uh, kid-friendly yeah. prayers. Mm-hmm. Helps to give the words sometimes, so that's not the thing you're tripping over. Mm-hmm. Right. Those that's words right. are there for you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, thanks so much for joining us as we talk about um, prayer today. I, I hope this is helpful. Please uh, give us some any comments or suggestions, any ideas that you have, that, things that you'd love for us to talk about, please let us know um, via our Facebook page um, or response somehow. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, friends. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, you can take out the end of that. But I'm glad.